0: Tuesday, the 18th of April, 2023. Just in case you forgot what year it was, Malo Lovely Sui Fua, Oloingo Soo Malo.
1: Kia ora, Ko Evie Orb Welcome to the Tahi. We're very excited to have you here.
0: First episode.
1: First episode.
0: We've been working really hard on this for, I mean, the show itself for a couple of months. We will. Um, but uh, Tahi, actually, as a brand, has been around for a little while. And there's a lot of stuff that you're new to, Tahi. There's a lot of stuff we've got to get you into and introduce you to because there's been some really incredible stuff that's been happening over the last year. Um, but this show is something that we're really excited to finally be doing.
1: Finally be doing <laughs> it. We're know. very happy. There's heaps coming up, lots for you to enjoy. What can the people expect?
0: Yeah, I think there's a, a lot of diversity here in Aotearoa, and I think that's something we really aim to... Uh, celebrate and capitalise on, I mean um, uh, the incredible talent within the music industry here in Aotearoa as well as some of the incredible community leaders that we have in Aotearoa in our different communities all across the country. Um, there's a lot of people to celebrate, there's a lot of stories that need to be shared and especially from our youth um, who haven't always had a voice in media and mm-hmm. hopefully the Tahi is an opportunity for them to have a voice and I think we're really excited, it's a really cool thing Um but it's also not as serious too.
1: It's not that serious. It's, it's not, not that serious. It's not that deep. It's all not right. that deep. It is and it isn't. All it right? isn't. yeah.
0: yeah you know, yeah, yeah. this isn't this isn't a true crime podcast. This isn't. I mean, we're not really journaling yeah. the news. Yeah, this isn't the but news. But
1: we will have a corridor about news. Some news.
0: The the news stories that like aren't boring. News and, stories and that matter. matter to you. Yeah. That feels very commercial I to I know say, it did, mate.
1: but I presented it so, Yeah, wow. Yeah, great yeah. job. Thank
0: you. Um, there's a lot of stuff you can expect on the show today. Uh, we've got an incredible interview catching up with Thea, also known as Tekahu, as she's nominated for the Tate Awards, which are happening tonight as of recording, um, as well as an incredible story coming out of Huntley. Drones. <laughs> Massive story. Um, but also, I feel like a great way to start the show is for you to just get to know us a little bit more. And there's something you need to know about Evie. She lives life on the edge. Whether or not that's a good thing or I don't, I personally I think it's I don't know, I I don't think it's a net positive.
1: You're talking about loose keys. Yeah, I'm talking about loose loose keys. keys. 2023, baby. So loose keys (laughs) is a it's a it's a it's a philosophy almost. It's Mm. a way of looking at life, which Mm. is things have been quite easy sometimes, you know. Mm. And I like to make things difficult. I like a challenge. So in 2023, no keychains, no wallet. All keys, loose in the bag. Cash, cards, IDs, loose in the bag. Will I lose everything? Will I get locked out of my house? Probably. But it's about learning.
0: Okay, I got a couple of questions, actually, because don't although me. you've mentioned it a couple of times, I haven't thought about it. No keychain. No keychain. So you've just got multiple keys floating yep. around in your bag? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, you don't actually, uh, you don't have a purse, do you?
1: Correct, I don't know You I just know carry this.
0: an entire tote bag around.
1: Yep, everything's loose in the tote.
0: So, uh, say you're like, you're driving to work and you're like, ooh, I just need to stop at the dairy and grab something. Do you, in the car, go through the tote bag or do you take the entire bag into the store <laughs> I, and shuffle through it when you're in the store?
1: I take the entire bag into the store yeah, see, and then I that's... stand there jingling everything around and say things like, sorry, sorry, just a minute, sorry. And then I find my card eventually and then I get what I need. But I also pay with my phone a lot, so I don't need...
0: You don't even go oh oh sorry, you go first.
1: Oh, sometimes, but sometimes. usually no. No. <laughs> <laughs> usually I just buy what I need.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, I'm against this idea, but hey, make sure you tune on in on Thursday. We'll find out if Evie's lost anything. Have you lost anything since <clears throat> Yeah, or I've lost like eighty yeah. bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Lose keys. Lose keys. <laughs> it's not some New Year's resolution. Lose keys, 20, 20, 20. I I hope to lose everything. <laughs> Yes, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, don't take advice from Evie for today. Um, make sure you stick around. we got a lot coming up on the show, like this next bit right here.
1: Queen Fiopoto, art exhibition that's landed and Tamaki Makoto. So, you went along. How was it?
0: Yeah, it was good. It was good. I, I, I've never been to an art exhibition before, I don't think. Really? I, I've only been to, like, photography expos. There's, like, that one that comes to New Zealand once a year. It's, like, the international journalism photography thing I thought was really cool. But outside of that, I've never really been interested. But when I seen uh, Malai Co.'s Queen Fiopoto series of art exhibitions, I was like, genuinely, like, this seems interesting. Um, so Malayan Co. is a creative collective um, of some incredible Samoan women. Uh, and I think there's a few more to the team that I haven't met, but the woman that I met brought me up to Teotai, uh the art exhibition centre. Uh, that's on uh, K Road here in Oakland, mm. um, and they gave me a tour of their latest expose, Switch Code Reverse. Uh, it's it's cool. Like I don't, I, it's like a weird thing. Like I feel like I was very fortunate to get this sort of exclusive tour from the ladies, and they explained all the artwork to me, and it it's just special. It's yeah. really beautiful, especially seeing especially seeing like some PI woman doing the thing in town. Like, right in
1: the city. Yeah, in yeah.
0: the heart of Auckland CBD is, like, it's really sick. I, 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 I'm finding it hard to express it because it's, like, a, as cheesy as it sounds, it's kind of, like, an experience. Right. You know, like, you kind of have to, like... I don't even think my writing that I did for it does it justice. It's kind of one of those things that you have to actually have to go along and see. and It's a, born out of a South Auckland garage and represents and celebrates the masks we wear I suppose it's 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 code switching
1: can you tell me a little bit more about code
2: switching
0: code switching is like so if you're like I'll, I'll use from like an experience of like being an islander it's like the way that you talk and hang out and dress and things like that with my cousins is different from how I dress and talk when I'm at work here, or, or when I'm uh, talking to like the CEO or something like that, you you put on this different mask, you code switch, and I think it's very common for islanders because sometimes, um, you know, we feel like we won't be accepted in say Balangi spaces mm. the way that we present ourselves with our family. Balangis might not appreciate. Um, so it's it's a a very emotional, like like what it's trying to express is very deep and personal. Mm. And they do a great job of it. I don't really know how to explain an art gallery.
1: Well, you did because you wrote a really beautiful yeah, article. I,
0: I about... wrote it, writing it down. Honestly, was so like it's taken me. I went like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like and I've been writing it and I, But also too because it's something creative and it's deeply personal. And how do you write about something that's so personal to to the to people that have, have created it? It's 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 beautiful. Um. Writing about it was really tough, and it's not a critique that I wrote, but just, I suppose, a better explanation of some of the feelings and emotions I felt um, when I went to Queen Fioporto's Switch Cone Reverse. Uh, That article will be available on Tahi's social media this afternoon. Um, Give it a read. It probably expresses a lot better how I feel about the art exhibition and explains it a little bit more, but um, yeah, it, it was really something special.
1: Really amazing article. Definitely check that out if you can. Also, all the info to go and see the exhibition will be up on our socials as well if you want to check it out yourself.
0: So, of course, you've gotten to meet myself, Suomaru, and Evie, um, but there's a few other members of the team who you haven't gotten to meet yet. You'll meet Liam later. Um, They're actually on their way back from Wellington as we're recording this. Um, But the other person is Harry, our big boss man, the man who signs our paychecks. Uh, Harry is also for the first time in his life watching Twilight
1: in 2023 when
0: did Twilight come out
1: 10 plus years ago yeah it would be I I was in high school when the last one came out, so it's been a while.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, Harry's the same age as us. Like yeah. he was, he was, a, he was around when Twilight came out. He was of age to be able to go to the cinema and watch it. The books have been out for almost longer.
1: Literally, the age demographic for the movie. He, he and was the, books the target as they demo. Came out. Yeah, yeah. But he he starts talking about how he's watching Twilight for the first time, mm. and then went, "Oh, no spoilers."
0: Yeah, that was so because you and Liam love Twilight.
1: Well, I wouldn't say I love Twilight, but I, I, I appreciate the cultural <laughs> importance of Twilight. Okay. I really, and I enjoy I a rewatch it. every now and again. And yeah. also, Robert Pattinson's in it.
0: Robert Pattinson is Bay. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, like, you and, you and Liam were talking about it, and you were, like, really ecstatic about it. And then Harry was like, whoa, 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 let's stop talking about it. I don't want any spoilers. And we all collectively were like, how has it not been spoiled for you? How do you not know...
1: What happens on Twilight? I even asked him, like, Team Jacob or Team Edward. He's like, oh, I don't want to pick because I don't know you're going to spoil it if you tell me yours. And I'm like, who do you think she ends up with? Yeah. Take a guess. Take a guess. Like, my God. Who's on the cover
0: work? Who sparkles? It's
1: not White Lotus. Like, you figure (laughs) out what's going to happen.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I feel like there's an appropriate time in which you're allowed to have things spoiled. Ten years is like you can spoil that there's a few there's pop cultural things too that are just spoiled and that's sort of the pop culture right Luke uh, is the son of Darth Vader right we all know that now Bruce Willis was dead the entire time on success. surely was and should we just spoil Twilight no 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 (laughs) and Edward was it's our (laughs) first show we're not gonna get in any trouble but I
1: no I hate spoilers I've had Drag Race spoiled for me for the last five years in a row, I never get the opportunity to be surprised about who wins. Like, I'm at work. I'm going to watch it when I get home. Give me a minute.
0: Yeah, they they like, because like, in New Zealand, like shows, international shows will come out at like one in the afternoon sometimes. Yeah, I think it's like between one and three, maybe seven if you're lucky. If you're lucky. And we were talking about this the other day. There's like a three to four hour window where if you're on social media, the show might not get spoiled for you. It's still up in the air. It still could get spoiled within that four hours. But you got maybe four hours to watch it before you start entering spoiler territory and anything goes.
1: Yeah, then there's nothing you can... It's the it's Wild West out there. Yeah. But speaking of shows that came out at 1pm and got spoiled, people in Wellington may or may not remember. It was many years ago now, but to the girl who did this, I haven't forgotten you. I remember. So Game of Thrones used to come out at like around one o'clock, I think. Mm. And I was pretty into Game of Thrones. Like, Not so much these days, but I was really into it. And then I was waiting to get home from work and some girl posted on Vic Deals just (laughs) a description of what happened in the episode. And, like, it was, like, Daenerys' dragon dies and, like, turns into an evil dragon. And I was like, what? Like, what? Like, spoiled the whole thing. And I was like, why would you do that? It was, like, one forty-five. Like, she would have just watched the ep and, like, you know what? I'm gonna ruin some days. And just post it. Yeah, she's I'm just still just, upset, honestly. Just I'm still
0: upset. Pure menace to society. Menace. She was not getting anything out of spoiling that. She just wanted to ruin somebody's day. She chose chaos. And and Evie took that personally. I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, okay, on, on the topic of spoilers. How long after a show or a movie comes out is it okay to spoil? We're talking about like just telling other people like the spoilers and, and having those chats online and things like that do a little tweet yeah, how long after something comes out is it appropriate to spoil said show? Uh, we're going to check a poll up or uh, we're going to check a questionnaire up, I suppose. Be yeah, no send way us a it.
1: voice note. If you're watching Succession, I feel like this one is for you. <laughs> <laughs> People are spoiling Succession.
0: Yeah, we're going to check a poll up on our Instagram story, uh, tahi underscore fm. Make sure you check that out. Uh, today is actually a really important day for independent music. Tell us a bit more, Aiken. Tonight
1: is the Tate Music Prize. Tate mm. Music awards it's actually my favorite awards <laughs> it's <laughs> it's named after Dylan Tate who was a music journalist and broadcaster local legend huge mm. supporter of local music he passed away in 2003 mm. and the awards were set up by Independent Music New Zealand in his honor in 2009 and they've been going since then mm. one of the reasons I love the Tate Music Prize Tate like love it is it celebrates a whole album instead of like a single and also sales, charting, any of those numbers don't come into the judging at all. Mm. It's just about the music. And because a lot of the judging panel is similar to Silver Scrolls in this way. A lot of the judging panel and people involved are fellow musicians. So Mm. you're getting that nod from your peers, Mm. which a lot of people tell me feels so much better than getting a nod from like a big company or, Mm. or whatever. Um, but there's heaps of awards on the night. There's the Tate Music Prize, which is the big one. Then there's also the Auckland Live Best Independent Debut, which is for like new bands that have just, or new artists that have just burst onto the scene. And then Lifetime Achievement Awards and the uh, Outstanding Music Journalism Award, which was last year won by none other than Tony Stamp.
0: Patsy Patsy. Patsy Patsy
1: Tony Stamp. If you don't know who Tony Stamp is, we're obsessed with Tony. He works here at RNZ. He's a music journalist, he does the sampler. Every week for Music 101. And he's the GOAT. He's the best. We will find any any excuse to bring up Tony Stamp. So thank God the Tates are on yeah, tonight. Because yeah. we get to talk about Tony on our first episode. But no, I genuinely think the Tates are awesome. I love independent music. And I always, every year, find a cool album that I might not have listened to on the Tates finalists. And I always love it. And yeah, so I look forward to it every year. Pretty cool, huh?
0: Yeah, and uh, this uh, this year, the Tates have actually nominated uh, Te Kahu. You might also know her as Thea. Um, she's actually nominated for two awards tonight. Uh, and I was fortunate enough to catch up with her yesterday. Here's the interview. And today on the Tahi, our illustrious guest is the incredibly talented and indigenous award-winning Te Kahu. You might also know her for her extensive music catalogue. It's Thea of Waikato Tai Nui and Ngāti Tipa Heritage. Te Kahu is a celebration of her Rio Māori. And she joins me just the day before the Tate's Music Awards, an evening celebrating independent music where Te Kahu is nominated. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today.
3: Tēnā tātou e nō no Waikato Tainui, nō no Te Pūaha ko te maunga, ko Waikato Te, awa, Waikato te, ui, te, te tangata, ko tepa, ko
0: I'm, I'm really grateful, too, that you adjusted to our schedule. We had a little minor COVID outbreak in the office, which is why we're doing this via Zoom. I'm really grateful for that. Congratulations, by the way, on the nomination at the Tates. That's huge. How are you feeling?
3: Thank you. I'm absolutely honoured. Um, very, very honoured and very, very just proud um, that, you know, this project and uh, this album has been able to make her way into both categories. It's a huge honour um, for, you know, my whanau, myself and my iwi and most importantly, toku
0: It's really cool seeing um, Māori and Pasifika represented in spaces outside of our own awards. I really love seeing us at the AMAs and here at the Tates. And um, I know for a lot of artists, not just Māori, but Pasifika, the Esporia here in Aotearoa, um, reclaiming your language through music can be a real life-changing and very rewarding experience. What's it been like for you with Tekahu?
3: Oh, it's it's been um, a remarkable journey. You know, I wanted to be able to set up this project um, as a way of giving some permanence to Whakapapa and um, Pudako and Kōrero and Whakatawaki, you know, all of these amazing aspects of um, my culture and my um, Waikatautanga, you could say, and, uh, you know, to be able to, yeah, make sure that these stories and this history that I've been so privileged and blessed to receive from my tzupinu wahine and from my nannies, you know, that that's able to um, be a taonga tuku iho or a treasure to be passed down for our generations to come and for my fano that's, you know, currently um, on their journeys as well to reclaim whakapapa and, and knowledge, you know. So it's so important, like there's no better way for us to do that than through music. Traditionally, that's the exact way, um, apart from other art forms such as, you know, our um, carving and um Māori, this is the main way that our people have preserved our whakapapa and our knowledge for hundreds and thousands of years. So I, you know, I'm just carrying on that um, history, I suppose.
0: Uh, we were talking about it briefly before the interview. Um, you're actually taking this music of yours to the world. So you're going over to the States for a couple of months, is that right?
3: Yes, I'll be over in the States, um, mostly in LA because it's pride. Um, and so, but theater, I'm going to be performing over there at just various queer um, events, which I'm excited about. But I'm going for the first time to Turtle Island to Canada, um, and um, being welcomed to a couple of really uh, amazing festivals over there folk festivals. Um, And so that's, that's kind of huge, I suppose, with what we were just talking about before, the thing that was most surprising to me, In a way, um, because I do have such, you know, confidence and pride in my language um, and the belief that our language is just so beautiful that anyone and everyone can appreciate her. Um, I suppose something that I was really surprised about was the amount of Pākehā and non-Māori who just absolutely embraced these waiata and the project and um, that kind of, you know, a lot of that support has also came from our indigenous whānau over in Turtle Island, Canada and um, beyond as well. So yes, I'm very excited to be taking the um, gāhu to Folk on the Rocks, which is in Yellowknife in canada and there's another one which i'm very very excited about releasing um can i say no okay i can't say yet but um (laughs) (laughs) really really prestigious remarkable historic festival over in canada and the special thing for me is because obviously i'm independent it's not really it could be possible but it would um be just way too much for me to be able to take my amazing band over here so one of the um kind of challenges for me was to be able to find um a band over there and obviously all online as well who would Mm -hmm. be able to carry and welcome um this project in these way other and be able to help me portray it live as i do here but over there and so um yes i am very very excited to be able to um share the stage with an amazing band Um, in Turtle Island for the festivals. I've got Nashne who's a fellow indigenous woman um, and a remarkable soprano. And then Cassia Hardy, who's a really, really fab um, female guitarist. And she's just, she's already been sending me some videos of her Doing the acoustic guitar to um the Tikahu songs and so has Nash Day with singing as well. It's just they're they're really next level. So I'm very very excited.
0: Yeah, that's sick. It's 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 one thing to see our indigenous and Pasifika artists here in Aotearoa go overseas and perform, but it's to see you going over and being able to do it in your own mother tongue is like that's a whole nother thing, that's really special, congratulations, that's huge.
3: That's why I'm so mind-blown, like I was telling you, it it does, I mean everything, you know, the the Tates, which are fabulous, the reception from, um, obviously, uh, you know, Tōkuwaki, we in Hapu, but also from uh, non-Māori, has been mind-blowing, because there's not one word of reo Pākehā, reo ingarangi, in this, record in and, and any of the waiata and so I feel like that's just such a tribute to one how beautiful you know our language is um but two just about the medium of music and how it, you can just give so much emotion and connection um through waiata you know it doesn't it's obviously extremely important and um fundamental in this project but um even people who don't understand can still resonate and that's just really, really amazing.
0: You know the other day when we were prepping the show and you kept laughing? Oh yeah? Yeah, and we were all getting really annoyed with you. What was that about?
1: Um, Thank you so much for asking. It's about Huntley, the first place in Aotearoa to have uh, drone pizza deliveries. Oh what? Yeah, not everyone in Huntley is stoked about it. Really? So yeah, there's this little drone that they've now got that delivers little pizzas to um to people flies around. And it's owned by a company called Skydrop. And they're the first company in the country to get uh like approval to do drone to door like deliveries of like little foods and little bits and bobs. And um the people of Huntley had some things to say about it. I've got some the quotes are just iconic. Can I share some quotes with you I'd about Huntley? I'd love to hear Huntley? some Huntley yes! quotes. Okay, so there's a Stuff article on it, mm-hmm. uh, which is amazing, and you should definitely read it. But uh, there's a woman who... Some some people are stoked about uh, Huntley's sort of Silicon Valley vibe that they now have with the little drones. And uh, she said, Huntley is living in the future. Put us on the map. <laughs> and I can't help but agree. I think Huntley is living in the future. <laughs> Uh, but another guy called Laurie Mack uh, said it's useless unless it delivered him a 24-pack of Waikatoa drought.
0: That's a lot of... That's like... It's like 28 kilos. I don't know if a drone could lift that. but, <laughs> know, which we're but thinking? it's just
1: like... He's like, I don't want pizza.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you could deliver me... Call me when you could deliver me a beer, mate. Like, yeah. and you know what? Respect to it. Uh, Robin Lee, another uh, Huntley resident, was worried more about the Mother Nature aspect of the drone and uh, yeah. said... Uh, what if they drop a pizza in the river? Uh, what if what, what if a bird attacks the pizza? Which I actually, That's actually think is a fair really question. good point.
0: I flew a, I flew a drone one time and it got attacked by seagulls.
1: Well, there you go. And yeah. one thing about Aussie at all, we'd we be having birds. We'd we be
0: having birds. We'd be having birds. Yeah.
1: Uh, but my favourite Huntley resident, uh, who didn't actually want to be named, uh, was oh. yeah was quoted saying, "If he saw one of the drones, he's gonna shoot it down."
0: Yeah, that's aggressive. Yeah, that...
1: <laughs> I just think it's really interesting out of everywhere in New Zealand to try a little drone doing little pizza deliveries. We, we went with Huntley. I just kind of love that.
0: I think it, it would make sense though, right? Because it's like a smaller population, probably easier to like do that, test that kind of thing out. I remember the mentioning they wanted to do it ages ago. So I'm like, I'm excited at the idea. Would you trust the drone to deliver your food?
1: I mean, I do trust the Hell's Pizza guy where I live, and I don't know if I should. I don't think it's a big. Don't
0: mention where you live. N- yeah. Don't n- mention where you live. Won't
1: mention where I live. But. But if I trust that guy, I think I can trust a little drone.
0: Do you trust that guy to fly the drone?
1: No, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not, absolutely not. No, no.
0: I'd um, I'd much rather drones deliver pizza than, than the other things, drones could deliver.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. moving on. Moving on <laughs> with the show.
2: Yeah.
0: Let's talk about Coachella, because Coachella went down over the weekend, slash yesterday and today, um, and we're not talking about Frank Ocean's set, because as a Frank Ocean fan, I was both uh, disappointed and like just really happy to see Frank performing again for the first time in six years. No, I want to talk about celebrities just going along to Coachella, because i seen... Aaron Paul, um, he played Jesse Pinkman in Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he was like somebody was like filming Rosalia's performance at Coachella, and he was like just down in the and he turned around and I seen his face and I went, Aaron Paul listens to Rosalia like, it's okay. so. But like when celebrities go along, are they like going along to like listen to the music that they enjoy? They're going to like catch up with other celebrity friends, and it just kind of had me thinking like. I wish that, you know how we get, like, Spotify and Apple Music playlists and it's, like, the replays, the recaps of all the music you listen to in the year. I want that, but I want that from celebrities because I want to oh. know what celebrities listen to.
1: Oh, my God. I think about this all the time. Yes, you do. And, yeah, I think about this, like, honestly, it keeps me up at night, and this is why. So, the year 2004, Jay-Z does an amazing collaboration album with Linkin Park, Course, collusion, 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 collusion course, collision, collusion, collusion, collision course, and it's amazing. It's mm. it's rap metal, it's it's the moment. And that got me thinking, so Jay-Z definitely likes Lincoln Park, otherwise, he never would have done that album. So therefore, Beyonce is married to a guy who likes Lincoln Park, which do with that information what you will. But my question is: does Beyonce like Linkin Park because she's heard she's, definitely heard, she's definitely heard that album she has to have heard that album that's her man she's listened to that album were
0: they together when that album came out
1: it depends who you ask
0: yeah yeah. pretty murky on it depends murky. who you ask
1: I don't know I'm yeah. not the authority on Beyonce but um love her though don't get me wrong love her but yeah does she like Linkin Park is she driving around being like damn I've become so numb I can't feel you there I'm so much tired so much more aware like, is that how she's <laughs> <laughs> Is that where she's at
0: I would love to know what Beyonce listens to just, like, casually with no one around. You know, like, what's the music she just, like, listens to? I feel like she's probably, like, I I just like the idea of, like, Beyonce, like, listening to something that I just wouldn't expect. Like, Linkin Park or, like, Avril Lavigne. Maybe she listens to some Pink.
1: I hope she likes Tool, but I have a thought now <laughs> that is, tool. like... Tool? Yeah, she might like the pot. I don't know. But after her and Jay-Z, when she was mad at him during mm. Lemonade Times, do you think she listened to the Linkin Park album that didn't feature Jay-Z on well, it? Oh, because they released
0: because, the same version, but yeah, without... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. she like, it's
1: better without you. Like, do you think... I think that might have happened. And my Beyonce <laughs> fan theory, she's into Linkin Park and it was, like, her breakup album, but they obviously didn't break up. They're still together, but, like, do you know what I mean? What do you think?
0: <laughs> I'm still stuck on Beyonce listening to Tool, man. Like, she listens to Ride the Lightning. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> you know how they did that uh, Metallica album last year and they had all the um, artists like contribute to it? And mm-hmm. Like Miley Cyrus, everyone? Should have got Beyonce.
0: That would have been so funny. Should have got Beyonce. Honestly, you know what would have been better? Uh, if Beyonce dropped the visuals.
1: Oh my God, Beyonce. I know she's not going to listen to me, but like, yeah. girl... Drop the visuals There were so many outfits We saw that little clip With all the outfits And I was like Oh my god These garments They're amazing Mm. Never got to see the garments Beyonce
0: Either a Linkin Park Collaboration album Or the visuals
1: It's up to you girl We'd
0: be happy with both
1: To be be honest with you (laughs) I think Yeah That would be huge
0: Uh, something else you might not know about Tahi, if you're new to it is we actually host a ton of web series. Um, we post them up sometimes daily, scattered throughout the week when we get some. Uh, we've had the incredible uh, Georgia Lyons, uh intros, which mm. has been really remarkable. Duality is our current series at the moment that's spinning out. A fan favorite, The Adventures of Pidipi. Tell us a bit about that one.
1: I love The Adventure of Piripi. So, it's a show about a 17-year-old boy named Piripi who lives in Talaga Bay, and his mum goes to Porike for work and leaves him to, like, look after the house, be the man of the house, and she narrates his experience, and, like, it's so funny. Like, like as a 17-year-old kid, like... Managing a household, and his mum is like, "What the f is he doing?"
0: Yeah, because she narrates the entire so series. F-
1: she's f- hilarious.
0: She's so funny.
1: Um, but then my favorite episode of it, which you have to check out, is the episode where his family comes back oh. for like a weekend, and he's hating it, and he's hiding in the shed, being like, I'm "Feeling hohayas about this." He hates it, and it cracks me up every time. His mum's like yelling at him about how to fold details towels. <laughs> Honestly, it's crack up. i like it's definitely a fan favorite series of ours. I recommend you check it out. Yeah. It's up on our Facebook, uh Tahi.fm. Or is it Tahi underscore FM? Tahi underscore FM on Facebook. And uh yeah, go check it out. It's also on YouTube, Tahi FM on YouTube as well.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's an incredible series, and there's a ton of other series there, some stuff you might find that you really enjoy. And make sure you follow us because we do have more web series on the way. We're very excited. We can't announce anything yet. But some of the ones that are in the works right now are very
1: I'm yeah, really they're really for. cool. So, and all made locally by Rangatahi, for Rangatahi. so that's what it's all about.
0: We love to see it. Here at Tahi, we like to keep our finger on the pulse of new music. <laughs> we like we, we we love our new music. I think all of us are like really big music heads. Which is something I've really enjoyed about coming over here was like I have like very much grown up, it was I have been I, as a kid I was exposed to all genres of music and I was really grateful for that because I wasn't just introduced to one genre and that alone. But as I've gotten older, of course, I have my biases that I really like hip-hop and Mm. R&B. And it's been really cool coming here and and meeting you and Liam and Harry who all have, like, such different music tastes and being able to celebrate that diversity and taste of music on Tahiti is, like, really cool. But this week, uh, my favourite artist at the moment... um, still saw the Western guy, T W T. Um, Aaron just dropped the visuals and his latest single, Siva Money, which is really cool because I thought it was like a um it's almost like a burner boy record, but Samoan which is cool. Like it's sort of got that reggaeton sort of dance hall um aspect to it, a bit of Afro swing, but it's in the Samoan language. And I seen you the music video. For yeah that, it was, was awesome. The video's so good. It's so it's cool. Sick. Um I actually I don't know who choreographed it um, but I know that Samson Rambo, uh, an incredible film director, was the guy who filmed it and put it together. It just looks so cool. I read, I don't know how much, but there's that scene where they're like dancing and they're splashing up the water. Yeah. In the music video. I seen Aaron say something. Uh, TWG, the Western guy said, it was something like, like a couple cubic meters of, of water. Like it was massive. How much water they pumped into this little pool to do that dance scene. I just thought it was sick. There no, was I a lot it. of effort. It's, it's
1: a really cool music video. It's, yeah, it's it's awesome.
0: It's not like, and I love, I have a love and appreciation for like in hip hop, taking your camera down to the dairy and doing a music video like that. It's kind of part of the culture. I love and appreciate it. But there is also something really cool about like, a high-production choreographed music video, especially from a PI artist, Siva Mai by The Western Guide. It is such a good record. You can check it out. It is on the music stream. Um, you also got a really... I, I, I didn't know who this was. Oh, my God. Before. Okay,
1: before I cry, Vera Allen. Yeah. Like, Vera Allen has just released her second album with Flying Nun called Ideal Home Noise. And, like, I can't like overstate how good this album is. It's like in my opinion one of the great New Zealand albums. It's incredible. And she released this video for one of the songs Broadway Junction which is yes. yes it's I sent it to it's you. yeah,
0: it's a good listen.
1: It's incredible. Like her vocal choices even are like sophisticated and really, like, get across, like, it's a really emotional song. Very. It, like, tears your heart out and she stomps on it and then, like, laughs at you for crying. Like, it's so good. And it's just, it's, I love it when music and art in general is able to translate a really, really specific feeling or emotion and, yeah, translate it into a new medium and a new piece of art. And I think that Vera Allen is very much capable of doing that. And if you haven't seen the video for Broadway Junction, Please check it out. It felt like a little bit of a Wellington High School reunion, though, because it was like... <laughs> I, I, like, know all the people in it. I didn't know they were making the video, though. I wasn't part of it, mm. but... I wasn't part of it. But, like, it was... It's awesome. Please, please check it out. Please check it out.
0: Yeah, I was... Um, I wouldn't usually listen to music like that, but you, when you sent that through, I really enjoyed that Broadway record by Vera Allen. It's so... But it's a... Like... When I say it's a tough listen, I mean because it is. It is. it pulls every emotion out yes. of you possible. It is like a very emotional listen, which makes it more of an experience as opposed to just a song. Yeah, it's you definitely know. an
1: experience. It's such a good way of putting it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but there are a ton of diverse sounds and songs on the Tahi stream. Um, we're constantly adding new music. We post it up on Mondays. Make sure to follow us on social media and check out the music stream on Tahi.fm. So, you've met myself, you've met Evie, we've talked about our boss man Harry, but now we need to introduce you to the real star of the show, our one and only, first true love, Liam.
1: Liam! Liam! Liam's
0: only just joining us now, by the way, because I want to take a moment to putty putty, because Liam was in Wellington graduating! Yay. Yay. Yay! What were you studying? I studied a Bachelor
2: of Communications, majoring in Journalism, minoring in Media Studies and Expressive Arts.
0: Congratulations. He's that is a, a
2: massive you sound like
0: such I, a have a I have a bachelor in commercial broadcasting.
1: I have a diploma in Oh I, No,
0: yeah, I have a diploma. Yeah. It's oh my god, Liam, you're is so
1: educated. Yeah. I
0: have oh my god, I'm in so much more debt than you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we um just before we were talking about um some of our favorite new music that released. I was mentioning um the Western Guide, Siva Mai, and Evie was mentioning Vera, Vera Allen. Allen. You got a artist that you're really listening to at the moment?
2: Um, the New Boy Genius album that came out two weeks ago is currently my most listened to album on Apple Music, which is saying something about where I'm at right now. <laughs> <'Cause, okay>. it's <laughs> because it's a sad album. Really, it's the three saddest. Um, the three saddest people in music ever to exist: Phoebe Bridges, Lucy Dacus,
0: and Julian Baker, singing about really, really sad stuff. Yeah, you were very excited when it released in the team's chat. I, and was, I listened to I it. I keep and was
2: checking like, if um, there was like a pre-listen link that I was being sent. Nothing.
0: Hmm. So you just had to experience I it up with until your midnight. Far out. <laughs> really, <laughs> on release day. Oh, I haven't done that really. for an album in a while. And you enjoying it though? Like, it beside like, it being sad?
2: Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah? It's really, like, referential to their last works. And um, anything that has Phoebe Bridges or the on it.
0: We have such diverse taste in music.
2: It's very, very different. It's
0: very apparent in the playlist.
1: Ooh, yeah, our playlist.
0: I didn't even finish my playlist.
1: Your playlist has, like, 13 <laughs> songs on <laughs> it. Ours have, like, thir- mine has 35.
0: Mine's exactly 35, two and a half you hours. you did 35, I was like, I'll just do 35. Yeah. That just seems appropriate. Yeah, we need you to pick your game up, Liam. That's what we need. Well, okay. Whoa. <laughs> that wasn't supposed to be a tab! Like, how how am I the bad guys? I think
2: my 13 songs is quite concise, even though I did just say that I didn't finish it. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to pretend like I did, and I think my 13 songs are super,
0: super concise. I think <laughs> we <laughs> need to spend the week. To. <laughs> the week... Yeah, why do you take that so personally, That. <laughs> awful make me feel terrible
1: <laughs> it's funny uh, I, th-
0: I think we should spend the week listening to each other's playlists, and then we should come back on thursday and we should review them
1: i reckon yes yeah a mm-hmm. full review proper in depth you guys are gonna suffer through mine you guys like tall
0: what's the vibe like uh, what's the what what would what, uh, what would you be doing when you listen to your playlist
1: anything and everything what i spoiler alert it opens with deftones and ends with justin timberlake so that's the journey that you're going to go on. Also, um, Tokyo Drift is on there because it's a really good song.
2: <laughs> if if Deftones and Justin Timberlake the yeah. binary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, where are you sitting?
0: Oh, well, hey, um congratulations again on the graduation lane that's thank that's you. such an achievement we're really proud of you yeah
1: that's i really was screen capping cool. all your instagram stories <laughs> like a proud mom i was like look at them go they're so cute i was uh, loving it i'm so proud of you i've loved it yeah um, thank but- you for
0: turning up even though it's the end of the show we're really grateful that you turned up regardless we do appreciate you know, what, that my uber driver
2: dropped me off like down hobson Street.
0: oh I the other yeah. the,
2: i put the corner. Oh, I all the way down there so I had to walk with my
0: big suitcase oh, oh was your suitcase, suitcase is you, oh you straight up came from me. <laughs> from, right right from the airport we're gonna let Liam go home and get their life together thank you again for joining us on the show we're really glad to to be able to introduce you to everyone um, thank you so much for tuning on into the first episode can I get a putty putty? <clears throat> putty putty. yay new yay. episodes dropping Tuesdays and Thursdays we're looking forward to seeing you again until we see you then we say it's all fast we for Cockades. See ya.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs>